You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Modern streaming TV, with its tightly interconnected storylines, often tells stories that aren't complete until you've binged the whole season. And that's assuming that the makers of the show haven't left a cliffhanger to hook viewers into the next season, if the show is lucky enough to be picked up. But 20th century broadcast TV as a business model just wasn't set up for that. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for March 22nd the day that the final episode of V, the series, premiered in 1985, except that it wasn't the last episode shown. Confused yet? V, the series, followed on from two spectacularly successful and exceedingly expensive miniseries chronicling the arrival on Earth of aliens who claimed to come in peace, but in reality were dropping in for dinner. Spoiler, we, the human race, were the main course. They also wanted Earth's water and other resources, so even if the visitors weren't making a meal of the issues, their long-term occupation of Earth was not in humanity's best interests. The visitors were reptiles who assumed human disguises and, at the first sign that the human race might not take it lying down, instituted a fascist military dictatorship. The visitors as an allegory for the rise of the Nazis was always baked into the cake. In fact, the original intention of the V miniseries was to do a straightforward political allegory with no science fiction elements. But in the early 80s, with Star Wars keeping the appetite for science fiction high, why do a story with boardrooms and dining rooms and street fighting when you could do boardrooms, dining rooms, street fighting, and spaceships for five times the cost? As a couple of carefully scheduled and heavily promoted miniseries events, V was a blockbuster success for NBC and for Warner Brothers Television Division. As a weekly series, it nearly bankrupted Warner Brothers TV. Born on this day in 1931, William Shatner. The advantages that V had as a weekly show, using the sets, props, uniforms, alien makeup, miniature models, and existing stock footage from the two miniseries, were quickly overpowered by the realities of production. Sci-fi's problem on TV had always been the cost of special effects, which were done as film opticals, more or less the same way big-budget feature films did them. On the longer production timetable of a movie, it wasn't backbreaking. For weekly TV, it was. It soon became obvious that the power struggles between the visitors themselves, which took on a prime-time soap dynamic, were far more affordable fireworks. In the 80s, or now, lip gloss and hairspray are cheaper than space battles. In what was intended to be merely the first season finale, the visitors suddenly retreat to their ships, and Elizabeth, the first offspring of a human and a visitor, is receiving some kind of telepathic message from the visitor's leader, a signal to return home. Her fellow resistance fighters accompany her, but Elizabeth's behavior becomes strange, as if she's predestined for whatever is about to happen. In the meantime, scheming visitor commander Diana is itching to disobey orders and keep the war on Earth going. With Elizabeth now in constant communication with the leader, Diana settles for a last-ditch plan to destroy Earth in its entirety. But of course, Resistance leader Mike Donovan won't let that happen without a fight. But one further new episode would air in May of 1985. Like many a network sci-fi show, V was intended by its producers to air its episodes in a certain order. 
Except the network had other ideas, dropping the third episode supposedly because it was too violent. But with the series cancelled, episode 3 was now no longer too violent to burn off, hopefully in a time slot where it wouldn't harm ratings. But it featured cast members who had left the series by mid-season, and it just didn't make sense to run out of order. Fortunately, the show can be watched in the correct order on DVD, making V's storylines less convoluted than one of Diana's evil schemes. Maybe. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 22nd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.